Hi folks, welcome to the Arabian Horse Connection, the official podcast of the Arabian Horse Association. Tune in every other week as we discuss industry trends, news, and all things Arabian horses. We are here to honor the versatility, heritage, and future of the Arabian horse, connecting you to this legendary breed. I'm your host, Katie Feitner. Join me as we delve into the world of Arabian horses. You may have seen this week's guest in the middle of the show ring with a camera in his hands, ready to shoot the perfect shot. This week, I learned all about show photography from Howie Schatzberg of Howard Schatzberg Photography. Traveling to over 25 shows a year, Howie is the official photographer for the Kentucky State Fair World's Championship Horse Show, the Grand National and World Championship Morgan Horse Show, the UPHA American Royal National Championship Horse Show, the U.S. Nationals Arabian and Half Arabian Horse Show, Scottsdale Arabian Horse Show, and the National Show Horse Finals. We learn all about Howie's origins as a photographer and discuss the unique features that make the Arabian breed so special to photograph. Howie even gives some tips for capturing the perfect action shot. So sit back, learn, and listen, and welcome to Howie Schatzberg. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, Howie. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It's great. So we'll just dive right in. So um, can you give our audience a little bit of background about what you do in the equine industry for those that may not know? I will do that. So uh, Howie Schatzberg, uh, I guess you could say I'm a, what do you do? I'm an equine photographer. Uh, I'm uh, 60 years old, but I look much younger. And I've been doing this for well over 40 years. I started with my father, who was an incredible equine photographer in his own right. Um, Passed away a few years ago at the ripe age of 97. Lived an incredible life. Uh, Wow. And uh, basically, that's that's all I do. People say, well, what do you you just do horses? Do you do racehorses? No, I do, you know, show horses. And, you know, Uh about that. Uh, Obviously, family, friends, I end up getting roped into doing other things, bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm wedding, senior pictures and all that. But uh, yeah, I travel all over the United States, uh, do up to 25 shows a year, uh, travel to probably eight to 15 barns squeezed into there. So do farm shoots, horse shows. And yeah, it's, it's been a great gig. I love it. And I, I continue to enjoy it every day. Wow. That's really cool. That's so cool that you learned it from your dad too. Ran in the family, I guess you could say. It definitely did. Yeah. Um, I started, you know, with him working in the darkroom back in the film days. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah, he, it, it was a great, it, it's been great. That's so cool. So did you go to, um, school for photography or did, were you just, did you just pick it up and kind of learn it as, um, a trade, so to speak from your dad? So my dad's super old school, typical New Yorker, hardworking, you know, the greatest generation was in World War II. People say, well, you know, and if you know my father, I don't know if it, as much he taught me or he said, here's the deal. Here's how you do it. You know, don't screw up. There's no room for error. I remember back in the days, he would literally hold up the negatives up in the air and I'd look at him and he'd say, this isn't good enough. And if it wasn't, I wasn't shooting, you know, we would hold up a roll of film, 16 exposures. And if I didn't get 15 out of 16, right, he'd say, this is not, you're not going to cut it. So I don't know if he taught me as much as scared me straight. Mm -hmm. There wasn't an option. You know, you had to get right. 
And uh, I think he, you know, he taught me that you just, when you, you work hard, you mm-hmm. practice and practice makes perfect. And mm-hmm. so that's what I did. But he was a great mentor, you know, hardworking, again, blue collar, you get up early, first one to come, first one to leave. So he was great for me. That's awesome. That's such good advice. That hardworking mentality that gets you so far in life, I feel like. I agree. It's the only way to do it. You know, hope we can, I inspire my kids sometimes. I don't know if that's the case, but (laughs) yeah. And was it always um, photography at horse shows or did you do any other kinds of photography? So my dad started actually, uh, again, coming in from, you know, in New York, he started taking pictures of babies in New York. Um, that's how he started. Um, and then it, it morphed to something else. My sisters rode horses and mm-hmm. um, my sister actually came out, they came out to Arizona, just a little more room, outdoor family, and they started riding Arabians. And he simply took mm-hmm. pictures of them uh, riding their horses and the parents saw them and said, hey, I'd love that. So mm-hmm. that's how he started. and. And it just morphed into taking pictures of horses at horse shows and things like that. And the same as me, you know, again, I, I'm terrible. My wife complains all the time. Can you please take pictures of the kids? Like, come on. And I'm just, you know, I think I do it for seven. So mm-hmm. I take advantage of that. But, uh, you know, it's, I, I do horses. So you travel around to all these different shows. Is there anything different that you've noticed about taking pictures of Arabians compared to other breeds? Definitely. I mean, all breeds have their distinct differences. I mean, hugely, you know, conformationally, uh, mentally, uh, things like that. For me, the Arabians, I don't know. There's just a lot to them. And, and to be mm-hmm. honest, you know, not starting with Arabians, I started with, you know, hunter jumpers. And, and when I started, open shows were the way to go. There weren't very many breed shows. So I was open to, you know, many breeds from reigning horses to hunters to jumpers, saddlebreds, morgans, mm-hmm. pasifinos, everything. I think the one thing the Arabs have is their beauty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I've learned a lot. I continue to learn even still. Um, you know, the Arabian people, and I don't know if they realize it or not, they're extremely blessed to have some of the greatest photographers ever to photograph their horses. And I mean, uh, from Spergowski to just, just everybody, the guys who do it now, Stu Vesti, Mike Ferrara, um, April, I, I can just name lists of them. And so to catch images of Arabians, and I've I look at photos to this day in Met publications, whether it's mm-hmm. association publications or anything, and try to learn from these people. You got to catch the beauty of the Arabian, and there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're an art form, uh, and it's it's. I struggle to this day. I I, I look at my photos, and they're just not good enough. And mm-hmm. I strive every day to do better and better. And you know, um, what the greatest form of flattering is. What's the saying? Um, oh, I think the greatest or, form of flattery is uh, something about copying, right? Is that what right. it is? Right. Anyways, yeah. I look for pictures from other photographers, and I learn a lot from them. And I talk to others. I'm I'm big on sharing, you know, knowledge, whether it's mine or others. And I love talking to these guys and figuring out what they do. But uh, mm-hmm. the Arabian, the essence of the Arabian, is really special to to catch. Mm-hmm. I agree. They're really expressive too. 
I imagine that that's something that you you want in a photograph to have that expression, have the photo kind of speak to you on a different level, you know? Very much so. And that's and that's the difference in doing farms and doing horse shows. It, it's mm -hmm. a different animals do you guys have like a photographers like coalition or something um where you guys work together or a group so to speak of photographers that do horse shows or anything like that no are you kidding we're like trainers we hate each other <laughs> oh my god it's a cluster no actually you know you know it, we, we tried it um uh -huh. just that there's so many different you know, angles of this and ways of doing this. We all get along. I'm, I'm, in fact, I'm working for a photographer next week and I help him shoot outside the ring. Um, I'm real easy. I'm, I'm, I'm a yes guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I love to work with people. And, you know, when things get tough or there's questions, we all work together. But we've always talked about that. There are mm -hmm. some photographers alliance. Um, there's an equine photographers alliance. And we always talk about let's get together and share ideas and we all get along. Um, but there's no real form or, or group organized organizational group. I think it'd be a great idea though. Gotcha. That's so interesting. Um, so I have another question about shooting photos outside versus inside, so, you know, and I've always been curious about this. When you see a horse with the, with that photo of the horse going down the rail and it's kind of angled, you know, is there right. a reason why, you do that or is it to get a different angle or, or why do you shoot it that way? So it's funny you say that I have been known to shoot that three quarter angle and uh -huh. I really low. I think the difference in uh, farm shots and ring shots. And I must say, I'm, if you ask me what I prefer, what I'm better at, I would say mm -hmm. I'm comfortable in the arena. Mm -hmm. I think if you ask many equine photographers, the arena shot is a much tougher shot. That being said, I think when you're in the arena with these horses, you, I feel that power and that presence. And I want to show that in a picture. Mm -hmm. And to me, you know, showing a horse coming at you, you know, with a great headset and a huge trot and you get low and you make that thing look big and powerful mm -hmm. and expressive. That's what I look for. And that's what I like to shoot. You'll rarely see me shoot a straight on side shot, a profile mm -hmm. shot, although unless it's probably a Western or hunter horse. And I still like to shoot those all kinds of angles um, because I think with a big English pleasure horse, you just feel that power. And to me, it's like seeing a locomotive come at you or you know, something like that. And I love that power and I like to show that in my pictures. So I think that's why you see that in my photos, especially. I guess that would totally um, contrast to having just a profile and then having that angle where you can show off more of that horse moving and working. I, I feel that way. And that's also why, um, you know, at, at the shows I shoot and many other photographers, I don't know about many, but I like to have several photographers shooting it. Um, mm -hmm. U.S. Nationals in the Ford Arena, also in, in the halter ring, I'll have Stu Vesti up top and Jolene Bertrand or John McCarthy will be in the ring shooting. Mm -hmm. uh, in the Ford Arena where I'm shooting, I'll be in the ring. I'll have up to three other people shooting shots during that class. So we'll have head-on shots. We'll have shots shooting down into the ring. We'll have my shots. And we'll have mm -hmm. a, someone else at the other end. I think it's a good – it gives people an amazing amount of variety. So um, you can get all the shots you need. I'll tell you – 
in this day and age, people, it's a great time for equine photography from the quality of cameras to the, um, there's more photographers now and there, mm-hmm. it's a great time, you know, for, for great pictures. Why is it more difficult to shoot in, in, in an arena as opposed to doing like a farm shoot outside? So, you know, I, I, I shouldn't say more difficult. I guess there's a million variables when you're in a ring, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, the horse is thinking about other things. The rider's thinking about other things. You know, I only have a few strides to determine, do I shoot this horse early? Do I shoot mm-hmm. him? Do I shoot him from the side? Maybe going away more from the front. So as a ring photographer, to get that great shot, you have to determine in a really short span, a few strides, okay, I'm going to shoot him now. Mm-hmm. And with a farm shot, you know, you have the luxury of scouting where you're going to shoot, the time of day you're going to shoot, mm-hmm. with the, just where you want them, almost like a portrait or in a studio. So mm-hmm. you can get that great shot. Now, it may not happen the first time. They'll bring the horse out at a later time or maybe in the afternoon. So. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not difficult. It's very because I profess I'm not as good as some of these guys, you know, mm-hmm. Javon, Stu, again, all these guys, April, so many others, they're, they're amazing at their farm shots. And I'm still, I try every day. Um, mm-hmm. But when I have a horse trotting at me in the ring or trying at the farm, I'm super confident, you know, yeah. that's, that's the deal. But again, in the ring, so many variables. Right. I imagine you really have to be on your toes because I've been to the national shows um, with AHA and I've seen, you know, ring photographers and they're just like on it, on it, on it. It it looks like you really need to be paying attention and just focused, you know. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. You know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm squat. I, you know, people, it's funny. I don't know, you know, I'm always down on my knees and squatting way down to get that angle. So I think I do a 2000 squats a day. It's crazy, but mm-hmm. you, really, you want to try and you want to make these people happy, which is my job as a horse show photographer. You know, mm-hmm. my job is to take pictures of every horse, whether you get the gate or you win the class, you know, that's my job. And if I don't cover every single person in that ring, I'm not doing my job. I won't get mm-hmm. hired this time. So I have an obligation to every exhibitor to get the best pictures I can. So yeah. you work hard, you know, and, and I, I, I do love it. I just, you know, I want to get the best picture I possibly can that that person's ever gotten at a horse show. That's mm-hmm. beautiful every time they show. You take your pictures one day and then you upload them. Do you edit any of them? What's your process? Do you just do the raw image or do you pick out the ones that you really like and you're going to edit a little bit? Or is it mostly just the raw image that you um, put out? Well, yeah, my delete button on my camera is worn out. I love <laughs> that thing. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what I do here, my deal is I get in the ring, um, I shoot what's called uh, a larger an SD card. So every class goes on a card. While the horses are trotting, I get all the photos. While they're cantering, all they go through, delete the images I don't think are good. Class runs, I take the wind shots, the victory passes, I put the card down. Every three classes, my wife, Megan, or someone else, one of my employees will come over, grab the cards, upload them right then. Um, I have an incredible program put together by my friend named Richard. Um, basically, this class schedule is there. Click it. They run to my 10 or 12 kiosks. They're low res for the internet. Mm-hmm. People look at them five minutes after their class. 
and there they are. And at the same time, if we have a good Wi-Fi or direct feed, you know, we'll upload to the internet at that point. So not only can you see them at the show, they'll go right up on our website. Wow, that's so cool that you can you have that system down. If the exhibitors can see their class, like within five ten minutes of it being completed. Oh, it's and that's, that's so cool. Yeah, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing. It amazes me to this day. The larger percentage of our sales and horse shows are done at the show, and you know, okay. you, you know, to interact with people. I'm a people person, mm-hmm. so my wife's incredible. My help's the best. So, you know, we love to talk to people and, you know, hey, what do you think of this one? And this one will say, you know what? I wouldn't get that one. You know, this one looks better. And so it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's the best to interact still. That's so cool. And it sounds like you really have the system down pat too, which is helpful. <laughs> Definitely. I think we really have it down pat. Yeah, we, we have a great system, I, I think. That's awesome. Um, so for someone who is looking to get into photography, um, whether that be just generic, just they want to get into some type of photography, what do you recommend as a good starting point for someone looking to do that? So if you're talking equine photography, um, which I assume you are, um, you know, there's a, again, in the digital era, a lot of professionals joke about it. They say, well, everyone thinks they're a photographer now. So it's a <laughs> funny running joke, you know. But if you want to get into equine photography and say you're a junior exhibitor or an amateur, you know, first thing you have to realize that, you know, we're there, we're there as the professional. We're hired to do the horse show. So, so many people, you know, that's a big topic right now. And it's been for mm-hmm. years, people shooting from outside the ring, you know, they say, well, I'm just taking pictures of my friends and I'm just putting them online. I'm just giving them away. Well, mm-hmm. it's the days of putting our, showing our pictures in our wallet anymore are not happening. They're on our phone. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you really, I guess my point is to your, more to your question, go to the show photographer and say, hey, my name's Joe and I'm here just learning. Mm-hmm. What do I do? What can I do? Do you mind if I take some pictures and you can look at them with me at the break and, and things like that? And 99% of the official photographers say, sure, be happy to do that with you. Another thing to do, I would recommend to anyone, there's so many, call a barn that's local and say, hey, can I come shoot at your barn and just take some pictures while you're schooling your horses? Mm-hmm. Or there's a schooling show, or there's a 4-H show. Um, and go to those shows, talk to the management, tell them what you're doing, dress professionally, act professionally, and go there and just start taking pictures. And then what you can do is you can get an email list from the management. You can send people images and go from there. Um, you know, I think that's a great way. There's lots of ways to do this or reach out to magazines and, you know, talk to them about taking candidates outside the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's lots of ways to do it. The first thing, whenever you go to a horse show, always go to the management, say, this is my situation, and then talk to the, the official photographer. And, you know, they're always willing to help you. If, they, if they're not, they really should be. Gotcha. That makes a lot of sense. Um, when you said just call a local barn and ask them, if, ask them if you can come and shoot, because I'm sure that there are many local places that would be more than happy to just have you come take pictures for free, you know? 
Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. of their, their kids, of their, their academy students, um, just around the barn. And, you know, they can use them on their, on their Facebook page, on their website. You know, mm-hmm. all they're looking for those casual, fun, nice shots. And, you know, it's a great way to get started in your grow rapport, you know, with the local barns. And, you know, it's just, it just can, you know, roller coaster from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's a good piece of advice. So what's your, what's your favorite part of being a photographer? And then what is probably your least favorite part? You know, again, I'm a people person. I, I, I just love the whole deal. I, I love travel. I, I do like to travel and I just love interacting with people. Um, you know, it's pe- funny. People say, well, what's your, what's your greatest picture? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I have one. I have some incredible memories at horse shows and, 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 you know, seeing that person win a class and it's the last class that a horse is going to ever show in, mm-hmm. you know, it's emotional for me. And you, and or a young girl who's shown since she was 10, you know, and this is her last ride on her junior exhibitor horse or mm-hmm. so many things like that. Uh, and again, I, I just, I'm a people person. I love traveling and, you know, I, I just love the whole thing. And the other thing I love about it, I'm still in awe doing this for 40 something years. When I see a horse go around and see what these trainers do with these horses, I'm still awestruck many times. I think sometimes people take it for granted how talented these trainers are, the hours of the sweat and work and mm-hmm. desire these trainers have. To, I mean, these horses don't get out of the field and do this. Mm-hmm. Like takers, you know, how well they're groomed. I mean, it's an incredible journey these horses and trainers and owners go through to get to where they're at. You know, I think mm-hmm. people forget when we see these horses in the ring, at Scottsdale, at U.S., at youth, these are the greatest Arabian and half-Arabian performance horses in the world, period. Mm-hmm. So I think we all forget that. And I, and I still, again, I'm 60 years old, and I'm still like, wow, these, it's incredible what I'm seeing here. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have a lot of that left in me, and, I, and that's why I still think, you know, I want to continue doing this as long as I, as long as I can. But I just yeah. love the whole process. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you're really capturing the peak of that trainer's craft and their, and their work and their passion in a lot of ways, which is cool. You're capturing that very special memory of a moment in time, um, with that horse and that rider. And it's, that's really cool. Yeah, I I hope so. You know, I've thought about it. It's, it's, it may sound a little morbid, but to me, the, I'm flattered when people call me or they send me a letter and send me a note and they say, you know what, my horse passed away last year and the picture you got of my horse is, is the, is the best. It shows me, I just see that picture. I think on my horse every day, you know, mm-hmm. to me, that, that makes me feel great that, you know, you, you capture the essence of that horse for that owner. So that, that's yeah. the, the best. It sounds like, and this is kind of with anything, but having a passion for your work really relates to the product that you put out. And it sounds like in photography, you really have to be passionate about photography to be able to capture those special moments because you put a little bit of a little bit more emotion into it, so to speak. I, I think you're right. You know, it, it's funny you say that. I consider myself and my wife 
doesn't agree and some people don't agree, but I consider myself more of a mechanic than an artist. And I think because what I do is very physical in the ring, mm-hmm. uh, I, I look at these incredible farm photographers and I, I feel they're more artistic, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, I try to be artistic and I, I may be in some level, but um, again, maybe that's that work ethic that my father instilled upon me that, you know, get up early, you know, just work cut off and, and do this the right way for these people. So, um, but I have a ton of passion for it. And I, I still do after, again, 40 something years, I just love it. Yeah. I think that's so important with anything you do. I think as soon as you kind of lose that passion, it kind of takes the fun out of what you're doing and you just kind of go through the motion. So it's awesome that you still hold that passion for photography um, today. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that. I, I, I really do. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be retiring soon. So yeah. <laughs> I did want to ask you um, without giving too much away the million dollar question. How do you achieve the perfect action shot? I can tell you. Um, if you look at any, first of all, obviously, you know, a horse trotting is, is the two beat balance gate. So obviously, when you see a ring shot, that's the gate we all shoot. Obviously, a, a costume horse, not that. Um, but what I look for is one of two photographers look for two different things. They look for the straight leg. When you look at a trotting shot, the legs closest to you or the other one to be straight down, or the mm-hmm. other, the trotting leg to be at its peak. So, I simply, as a young kid, as the horse was trotting, when that leg was its highest, I simply said, "Now." I would watch oh, wow. trot. I would say, "Now, now, now, now," and I was very bam, and then hit my hit the trigger. So you go now, now, boom, now. And if you watch a horse trotting, a properly cadenced horse, there you go. Simple as that. Anybody? Wow. So the key is obviously having a really good camera that there's no delay in the trigger. Mm-hmm. You can feel that delay and sort of, you know, it's, it's a, you know, five hundredth of a second. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a quick deal. But that's basically what you do. Look for that leg to be straight up in the air or the parallel leg to be straight down. As soon as that leg hits straight, pop, just hit it. If you practice that and do it, you can, you can do this. That now, is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Say to yourself now, 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 give it a shot. That is so, it's just like, it reminds me of when um, I was learning to ride when I was a kid and we were learning about diagonals and, you know, the old saying rise and fall with the leg along the wall and then have that now, now, like here, here, here type thing. And you wouldn't even think it's just, it's just the same. It's the same. (laughs) You know, the difference is obviously you got to look at a horse, every single horse in the world no two trot the same, no two move, no two move the same. So, you know, it's a fast reacting thing. And that's, that's obviously the great challenge. Yeah. It's not, you definitely, it sounds like you have to have a great deal of finesse <laughs> and timing. <laughs> timing, right. You do have to. Have yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite class to shoot? Wow. You know, I do the world championship saddlebred show. That would be the five gator world championship. Um, you know, the Morgan, the park saddle world championship. It, I tell you the Arabians, again, they're so diverse and 
Last year, I, boy, there's so many. I, I can't tell you. I, I love a good English horse, but at the mm-hmm. same time, the last few years, the Western Pleasure Open Championship has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I can't answer that. <laughs> I like, I like my favorite class to shoot is the one that's going to challenge me the most, the hardest horse to shoot. I just, you know. Again, I want to get a great picture of not necessarily everyone can get a great picture of a great horse. I want to get a great picture of the one that's tougher to shoot and it may not win the class. You know, if I have two horses coming at me and I have this, you know, the horse you think or know is going to win and then another horse, I'll focus on the other horse. Mm-hmm. And I really want to get that great picture of a, a horse that's more of a challenge for me and uh, maybe someone that didn't get a lot of great pictures. So, mm-hmm. That's, you know, it's a tough question. That was a tough one. Do you have any wild or um, crazy stories from your career of shooting horses, a moment in the ring that was really special or that stood out to you or just a moment that you really, you kind of always remember and you reflect upon something that happened that you really can't forget? Oh, wow. You know, (laughs) That's a tough one. I've had horses. I've been run over uh, by a Liberty horse. Oh you know, do it. Yeah. Um, that happened a long time ago at Scottsdale. I was at a farm and I was shooting a horse, a young lady. And the trainer says, oh, this is a great spot. I'm saying, I don't know. That's sort of steep behind you. And literally the horse with the other girl rolled down the hill, both of them. Scariest thing I've ever seen. And they both popped up and the horse should have shook and wiggled his tail and the girl looked and like it looked like the horse was laughing and the girl was laughing. They walked back up the hill like nothing happened. Wow. Um, obviously, I've seen some crazy wrecks that, you know, nobody wants to see those. Um, you know, I, I've seen a lot <laughs> in my old age. Um, you know, I've seen people I know that may be ill and it could be their last time in the show ring and you sort of know it is, you know, mm-hmm. that's emotional, um, things like that. One of my best friends, uh, last year, a young girl who shows Morgan's, uh, cystic fibrosis, double, double young lung transplant. And, you know, she, she raised a horse with her father. They showed it together. Um, she jumped in the buggy. They went out of the ring together mm-hmm. and uh, she passed away a week later and everyone knew wow. she was going to make it. So um, things like that, again, I'm, I guess I, it's crazy. I, I remember those moments more than these incredible goes and because there's so many great goes and mm-hmm. whether it's a state fair or U.S. or Scottsdale or national show horse finals, uh, you know, I, I just remember those moments with people that are the best mm-hmm. for not giving you exact uh, deal there, but I sort of live for it all. So I enjoy it all. That's awesome. Um, and I like your answer because it really, it really says that the people that you see and you photograph, they create these special moments and you get to capture that moment in time for them. I just think that is really cool to be able to have that. And we live in a time where we can do that with technology and you can always have a picture of that moment to look back on and say, I remember this time when this happened. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. I, I really do. I, I do love capturing those moments. And it's funny you say that. I think because the the people thing, just even now in this, what's happening these days in this country, you know, just working with the distress fund, um, mm-hmm. knowing, you know, these trainers are competitors and these people are breeders and owners and they're all competitors. Mm-hmm. When things are bad or going down or difficult times, especially the Arabians, they have come together. Um, in an incredible way. And I just, I, I love, I'm so happy. Um, they've accepted me as part of their family. You know, I, yeah. I was to be more of a saddlebred guy, Morgan guy, although I've been doing, I, I started the Scottsdale Arabian show in 96. Um, so I've been doing that for quite a few years in the national shores finals for, you know, 25, 30 mm-hmm. years. And, um, so I, I've done a lot of it, but it's funny. Someone asked me again, I'm so blessed to do the world championship saddlebred show world championship morgan show and the national championship arabian show and they've asked me the difference i said well louisville saddlebreds are the tradition it's at the morgan show it's very much this family atmosphere and the Arabians, there's this unparalleled passion for the horse and i think that's what sets them apart at that show they'll scream and clap for a horse that was fourth or fifth and it doesn't matter if it's in their barn or not Mm-hmm. They just appreciate a great animal. And that's the one thing I love about the Arab people. That's really a, a great deal. And I'm, you know, it's, it's fun being a part of it. Cool. I love what you said about unparalleled passion for the horse. I think that's so important to really remember that we couldn't do the things that we do without the horse and to have that respect for the horse and for what these horses do for exhibitors, trainers, their performance is really important. And you get to capture that. Thank you. Yeah, that's a, it's, it's a true statement, you know, to, to do some as long as I have, you better, you better love it. And I, you know, again, I really do. And the Arab people have been really supportive of myself and my family and, you know, they make mm-hmm. you like part of it. So it's, they're good people, good people. That's wonderful. That's really great to hear. It's a very cool breed. It's very different. They're very unique, but they all have so much passion for the horse in everything that they do, which is, it's pretty cool. And it's rare, I think, too, to have that large of a group of people be so caring and feeling for this beautiful animal and to appreciate it the way that they do is very special. I can't disagree with you. You know, (laughs) the Arabians are incredibly versatile, you know, from you know, reining and trail endurance, racing, you know, mm-hmm. park horses, English horses, Western horses. It's amazing what this animal can do. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Do you have any closing thoughts that you'd like to convey that maybe you didn't have a chance to talk about during the length of our podcast? I hope people realize it's a great time uh, in this industry. And I, I hope they know they can just move forward together. I think this you know, they're, they're such a good group. Again, it's hard and people always don't get along and it's a tough time. And with social media, you know, it seems to so show all the, the negativities about life and the horse industry. But I think like many things, you know, I think most all of us in this love what we do. Again, we love the passion. We love the Arabian horse and just keep moving forward and, you know, keep looking to what, you know, all the good things that can happen. Uh, I watched that, the Michael Jordan deal, the last dance. And he said something uh, incredibly to me, almost spiritual. He said, 
they asked him, how do you take that last shot? All the people watching you, the millions of people, and how, how can you do that? And he said, well, why would I wor worry about a shot I haven't taken yet? And to me, I think that we all got to think about that, especially in the horse industry. Don't worry about what might happen, what could mm -hmm. happen, the bad things that could happen. Let's just worry about the now and do our best to move forward as a group and, and make a positive, you know, I don't think we need much change. We just need to be positive and, and move forward and don't worry about what may happen. Mm -hmm. That's a really good piece of advice and a great closing thought. You know, look to the future with positivity and hope. You know, I'll, I'll put your best foot forward every day. You know, right. I, I, I like agree. that. Yeah. I agree. Are you ready for rapid fire questions? Ready. Ready. Okay. First question. Coffee or tea? Coffee. All right. Flying or driving? Driving. Dogs or cats? Dogs for sure. Oceans or mountains? Oh, I like them both. I'm going to say mountains. That's always a tough one. Uh, for yeah. sure. That's like the polarizing one. Um, early riser or night owl? Early riser. Winter or summer? Summer. And last, music or podcasts? I love you, but music. <laughs> no worries. I'm kind of a music person myself. <laughs> so no worries. I can go either way, honestly. Podcast is nice. Sometimes you need music. It's just 50-50. Thanks for playing the game. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time. And I'm an open book. I mean, I'm all... People can call me, I'll give you my cell phone number, whatever they need. I'm always open and I love having people come up and ask me questions. You know, what can I do to improve or not? Or why did you take a bad picture of my horse? Or I'm sorry, it's my fault. It's all, you know, it's not that your trainer's great. It's all my fault. But no, yeah. I'm an open book again. And I'd love to talk to people. I'm a people person again for the 10th time. So come say hi at a horse show or, you know, I'd love to talk. And then can you, where can people find your photographs? It's howardschatzbergphoto.com. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Howie, and uh, we'll catch you at the next show. I appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Have a good one. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arabian Horse Connection, the official podcast of the Arabian Horse Association, where we showcase the diversity of the Arabian horse community from industry titans, backyard heroes, and amateur contenders. Do you think you might have content for the Arabian Horse Connection podcast? We would love to hear from you. Please send your suggestions to marketing at arabianhorses.org. We'll see you next time, folks.